0: Shazam? Me. What a joke. My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. I am The Flash.
1: The American way. I'm vengeance.
0: Hello and welcome to DC Elseworlds. My name is Jordan. With me as always is Chris. And we're here to talk Flashpoint. The two- 2011 event that um has really become so popular in its 12 years as an event um i i think that's one thing that amazes me is we talked about it with rebirth the whole like thawne going back to killberry's mom is relatively new in the canon right it's a two that rebirth was like a 2009 2010 story and um that really is now like a staple that only 3 years later or 4 years later in the real world they use that whole thing in the flash tv show they like it has become cemented in his mom dying is is part of the flash movie coming out like it has just become part of his origin now when it wasn't originally so I, I do find that really interesting and this flashpoint story has really i don't know taken on a life of its own with how big I think it has become and this is of course written by legendary Jeff Johns and the art was by Andy Kubert I think the art's very good in this book
1: absolutely it's a beautiful book I have the absolute edition and I just I I love this every time I read this I am shocked how fast I read it it's such a quick read it's five issues it's you know and once you get to the big moments you're Oh my goodness, Thomas Wayne Batman with Barry. Um Thomas Wayne almost killing him when he gets to the Batcave. Uh stop saying Bruce. Uh that because he's so traumatized that he saw his son die. Just the whole thing is just unbelievable. And one small selfish choice unravels the whole timeline. That that is such a powerful idea. And such a beautiful book, such a beautiful book. There's so many scenes in this, in this book that I would argue are top five, top 10 flash moments. And it's one storyline, Jordan.
0: Yeah, I know. I said I was going to read all these tie-ins. Um, I fell 16 short out of 60.
1: Some That's pretty admirable. It,
0: I, I got really close. I got really close. Um, I just couldn't, I did have a lot going on too, like this weekend, you know, holiday weekend, going to see my parents, going to see my wife's parents and, you know, so and trying to watch crisis and all this stuff too. So it was a very, it was a try. I tried my best, couldn't do it. I, I read most of, I think the best ones.
1: What was your favorite one?
0: Well, I'll get to that. The ones I did not read just for clarity sake here. I only read one issue of Frankenstein and the creatures of the unknown, which is pretty much um, creatures commando. So if you're looking for creature commando stuff, characters from the cartoon uh, that has a few of them, but that has three issues. So I've only, I have two of those left. I have the outsider issue three left world of Flashpoint one through three Hal Jordan issue three emperor Aquaman one, two and three and Wonder Woman and the Furies issue 3 that I have not read. And I have not read Lois Lane in the Resistance 3, Project Superman 3, or Kid Flash Lost 1 through 3. Um, so I didn't get to those. What I did read was uh, all the other ones. I have a list here of which ones I really enjoyed. So ones I really loved, and I tweeted this one out too, Dead Man and the Flying Graysons. That was a really cool three issue arc so much. So that, like Dick Grayson ends up being like Dr. Fate. Like it's, it's really off the wall story there, but I, I really enjoyed that. I really, I'm, I'm a green lantern fan. So I actually really liked the Abin, sir, um, green lantern arc. Uh, I read all three of those issues. That was great. Citizen cold one through three was really great as well. Um, one thing I think that made that work for me a lot was seeing Captain Cold being a hero, but he's still not actually a hero. He's kind of putting on a front. He's trying to kind of dupe Central City into thinking he's a real hero um, and and hoping that nobody catches who he is underneath. And then I liked the Batman uh, three issue arc well so those are the tie-ins i really loved oh i'll also shout out booster gold 44 through 47 uh that's a flashpoint tie-in where booster gold was doing something else and kind of came back in time and then was thrown into the flashpoint world and uh had to kind of deal with (laughs) some of the ramifications of what was going on there and trying to discover what's going on so um uh, and Booster Gold, as people should know, is, is one of my favorite characters here. So really dug that. This issue, by the way, this cover of 47 is just on fire.
1: That is one of the better covers I've seen. I it just Booster Gold looks serious, too, which is so weird. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's awesome. I actually was able to read Flashpoint Beyond in its entirety. And that you know, that's
0: arriving tomorrow for me oh, so i uh, will i will have the trade tomorrow
1: it is pretty fun it is pretty fun i absolutely loved it i thought it was really captivating i thought it was really interesting there's some twists that you don't see coming they play around with the flashpoint world a little bit more and that's my only complaint about flashpoint is if you don't read some of those uh tie-ins you're really missing out on this huge world i mean the insane amount of work they had to do just to put up all these little details in the world in fact in my absolute edition they have two things that are really cool they have a map of flashpoint with a war between aquaman and wonder woman the amazons and the Atlant- uh, atlanteans and then they have the timeline of flashpoint and it's very helpful it's a resource that I really enjoy
0: um, some of the tie-ins I didn't really dig was like the lowest in the resistance ones. Like um, I mean, there's some interesting characters there, like Canterbury cricket, but um, I didn't like that. I didn't really like the outsiders that much or the secret seven. I didn't really dig some of those. Deathstroke was an all right one. Didn't really care for that. Uh, but you're right. If you if you read Flashpoint, you're reading and this is kind of a plus for it, as well as a negative, I guess. But the plus for it is if you're reading Flashpoint, it is a Flash based story. Mm-hmm. Um, those five issues, very flash focused. If you want to read the tie-ins and kind of get more sense of the world, you're gonna get more information on you know, Project Superman or Thomas Wayne or uh, you're gonna get more information on where some of these characters are at in the world. But if you're just reading these five issues, I think it is a, if you read all 64 issues or whatever it is, I think you might not look back at this event as fondly as if you just read the five.
1: I agree with that because
0: some of these add-ons are totally unnecessary and totally off the wall
1: i i would say pick your favorites find the ones you're interested in and characters
0: you like or yep. you know
1: because the thomas wayne batman stuff is fun um i uh, cobblepot being his little assistant guy the casino there's a lot of cool stuff with that martha wayne being the joker there's a lot of cool stuff with that but i will tell you that this is the biggest scaled story in DC Comics, including Crisis. I think this is the Lord of the Rings of DC Comics. And Flash is Frodo, basically.
0: Yeah, that's that's an interesting that's an interesting viewpoint for that. But yeah, I think if you're looking at all the tie-ins and stuff, I mean this is a huge, huge story. And I think part of the reason for that is because you can go off the wall. You can just be like, let's write this, you know, totally off the wall, not connect it to main continuity. It just kind of has to feature some of the stuff from Flashpoint and you can run with it and do whatever you want. Is I think one thing that probably helps with this and to have so many tie-ins too is that you can have somebody be like, I'm going to write a Gorilla Grodd comic. For Flashpoint, and they they have a great gorilla garage story. I do like that comic. It's a little too brutal at times, but it is good. And then literally he shows up in like one panel of the main Flashpoint story, but you understand if you've read more than that what he's doing there and stuff. But it's also not needed, so you can get away with more tie-ins on that kind of stuff than some of these other events where. I think it's all trying to build to one thing. And plus with it being an alternate universe, you can really go wild and do whatever you want with it compared Uh to some of these other, um, events. So yeah, I, I I think it is a pretty large scope of a, of a story. Um, but I, I do really like the focus on Barry in those, in those five main issues i was kind of surprised it was only five i thought it was going to be six because a lot of events are six um it wasn't until i was really sitting down reading it that like before i started reading it that i was looking at how long i have to take to read all these that i realized it was only five
1: well i read the first uh i read the first four issues in one sitting and then i got interrupted and i said okay i'll come back to this and I read it the next day. Kind of wish I just read it in one sitting. The first time I read this, I read it in one sitting. I couldn't believe I read it in one sitting. Mm-hmm. It is, I recommend two things with this. First is just go with it. If you don't know um, Element Woman, if you don't know the Shazam family, just go with it. It doesn't change the story if you don't know. Just go with it. If you're not big in Cyborg, Go with it you, because there's so much. It's kind of like going down the rabbit hole. There's so many things to, to just be in. The more you get into DC Comics, the more these little things are going to pick stay with you and you're going to notice. So this is a great story. The second thing I recommend is go back to this story after you've read more DC Comics. Go back to the story after you're a bigger Flash fan, after you're a bigger Batman fan, when you read some Justice League stuff. And I think you'll have such a great appreciation for all of the different things they did with this. And Thomas Wayne Batman is such a genius idea. And the way he is written in this is so fantastic because he's got, he's got depth to him. He's not just a one note character. Yes. He is the Batman that kills and he's rough and he's brooding like Bruce, but like Bruce, you know, when you get through to him, there there's a lot more there and there's a lot of pain and trauma that you know it's just a different way to think about what happened in crime alley it's so fantastic you guys need to read this book if you don't read this book i you're missing out on a lot of dc comics
0: yeah no i i I agree i think you know as to be clear again i'm not sure how many people listen to some of the previous episodes but i i had never read this before it was i would watched the um the movie you know the, the cartoon uh and i never actually watched i read the actual comic i bought the comic last july kind of sat on my shelf and i was like i'll get to it at some point and you know we started talking about doing it for the show. And I was reading after Rebirth, I started reading the you know kind of road to Flashpoint. So I was like, oh, this will be perfect. I'll read the road to Flashpoint stuff and then I'll read all the tie-ins. And I, I still will. I, I think I'm going to, my plan is here that once I'm over the weekend or whatever to finish it, you know, finish these couple issues I have left here. And because um, it's kind of hard to read them in like the in the order if you know what i mean like there's times where i was like really flying through one and then i get to a storyline i'm not digging as much and i, I just didn't want to keep reading that one i was like i want to go read this you know this other storyline i was just reading instead and at times, what that led to is like I got really into the Green Lantern, Abin Sur one. And then once I got to issue three, I realized they were at the Wonder Woman um, Aquaman battle at, at the end because they had broken up where the you know third issue is supposed to be. And I was like, crap, I got to go back and read some of this other stuff. So yesterday I was like, I'm not going to get through the, all 20 some left I have, so I'm going to just read three through five. A flashpoint main and then i can go back and just read whatever i want and it'll make sense i know where the whole story goes i know where it takes place at it'll you know still make ultimately uh, a lot of sense but um so i recommend that too you don't have to read them in the order if you just read the tie-ins and you want to know you're really digging you know dead man and the flying graysons then just read all three of those and then move on to something else if you want uh it's You know totally whatever it it doesn't make that big of a that big of a difference but um like i read all those booster golds in a row yesterday um
1: and it's not going anywhere it's not going anywhere so you can always be like you know what you're not sure what you're in the mood for well this is a perfect time to read a flashpoint crossover a flashpoint tie-in issue that that's not going anywhere it's a project that you can kind of do at your own pace and I think it's just going to make you enjoy flashpoint a little bit more so i I want to ask you what was your favorite twist on flashpoint what was your favorite twist
0: like my favorite like change in the yeah. timeline
1: mm-hmm.
0: hmm that's a good question because i don't, like it's tough for me to say because I don't know if I want to say I like it because some of this stuff is so dark so dark dark.
1: Mm -hmm. uh
0: but maybe i would say i really dug in dead man and the flying grayson so if we're talking about that time frame i really like dr fate i really like dick grayson kind of having that work out to where he sees the helmet after kent nelson gets killed and it's kind of implied that he takes up the mantle of dr fate i i liked that um and the fact that, you know, he was not with Bruce at that point, right? Because Bruce has uh, never survived, of course. So I don't know, because I, I think some of these plot lines are so much darker. I don't know if I have one I like better. I mean, I, I, I do find it intriguing, the Thomas Wayne stuff. Um, uh, one part that really stood out to me is when they're in the Shazamilies You know, house, and everyone's starting to say, "All right, we'll join in," right? And Batman doesn't want to go, and he says, "Bruce would have went," right? Is what Flash says, and that makes that makes Thomas be like, "All right, I'm going," and I think that is kind of showing you the differences between the two Batman. um, That you know, Bruce even though it doesn't seem like it, Bruce is a little bit more hopeful, right? Than than Thomas is at that point because it's totally different losing your parents than losing your son, right? Like it's a totally different thing. And I can see why Thomas Wayne is more dark and willing to kill and stuff is because he lost his child in front of them. It's different than Bruce who lost his parents to guns and says, I'm going to make sure that doesn't keep happening. Thomas is more for revenge, right? Thomas is mm-hmm. more for... Going out there and, and this world, he's totally lost everything. He lost his wife because his wife went crazy due to the loss of the child and became the Joker. So I, I that line really stood out to me. So it's probably not my favorite change, but it, it really drove home the point of the two different Batman.
1: Yeah. Other than Thomas Wayne, Project Superman is kind of the big one. And I love when they break him out and they're like, this is the, yeah. And he sees the sun for the first time. And he goes, oh, there goes your hero. You're the one who's going to save us. He just flies off. And then at the end, the final battle, he comes back. And Flash goes, told you. Mm -hmm. Told you, I knew it. And I I love the idea of Superman having to figure it out. I think it would have been a little weird if, you know what, he just kind of knew, okay, I'm going to fight with you guys now i I think he was freaking out He's, that's him experiencing his powers for the first time. It's him seeing the sun for the first time it is it is so so, dude, so incredible. it's just and the idea that you know that disaster happened from him the world speaking of hope ended up being the worst thing that ever happened to metropolis. And it's just horrible, and the tragedy that that is. There's so many layers to that story, and I, I just, I think it is the biggest accomplishment they had was giving me a different version of Superman that looked so different, that acted so different, but was still Kal El. I, it's just, it was really awesome because they could have made him very easily evil superman and i think or something right and i think it was the nuance that was in the story was very much seen with project superman
0: uh, my least favorite change is probably i think subject two is supposed to be crypto because it talks about canine oh i hate that yes uh, i hate that change
1: yes i hate that change too and skeleton. you see the bo- yes yeah, horrible. No
0: thank you Honestly,
1: that. I'm surprised that's not more of a controversy. You kill the dog, you really lose a lot of people.
0: Yeah, it's all reset though. He survives, right? <laughs> but um yeah, I didn't really I didn't really like that part. Um and I guess subject three would have been Kara. They never really show her, but they no, talk about there being three subjects.
1: It could it, it could have been Zod. Oh uh, true. But uh I uh I didn't like the Wonder Woman stuff. I didn't. I didn't really like how she wore Mara's helmet. I, I, I. I, the,
0: did, I... That whole thing, the start of the war, is like the total worst stuff of Flashpoint. It's probably my least favorite stuff. Is I get what they were trying to go for here, but it really just comes down to, I mean, people playing politics. Because what was it like? One of somebody frames the Atlanteans for killing, or like the. Um, Thimiscarans for like killing the um, for for killing somebody, whatever, like it, it's kind of convoluted. And, w- and what happens here is that then, um, the marriage between those two kind of goes south, and then he gets with Mara, and then she dies, and then, uh, you know, it, it just created like this whole thing of where they were actually going to get hitched, they actually fell in love, they were really good and then just like one thing kind of ruined the whole the whole thing and it's like just have a conversation that's kind of like the most like confusing stuff when it comes to some of the stuff in tv shows so So out of character just have a conversation
1: so i'm not so upset with aquaman because okay aquaman doesn't have an established mythos in the popular culture nobody before jason momoa nobody cared about the character and if they did okay cool you're one of five Um, but
0: that's my dad. My dad liked Aquaman. Cool. Uh, More
1: more power to him, but it's so out of character for Diana. It's uh, for wonder woman. It is just unbelievably out of character and to have that much lacking of perspective that you would have a world war because of a stupid little thing. It just, I, I didn't like it. I, I thought it was petty. I thought it was uninspiring and i thought it was really i think she gets the worst treatment of the characters in this because you know without superman she's really the most powerful force on the planet she really is i guess aquaman is too i is this he would be the second most powerful force but i don't know i didn't like that much either but you needed a war you needed a war to do it and I didn't see a better path towards, you know, two forces. Cause if you don't, if you have Superman tied up, someone else has to be in there Mm -hmm. and they have to be just as powerful as each other. And I think Aquaman is the closest thing you're going to get to wonder woman.
0: Yeah. Well, they they both can control their whole, uh, like their own nation pretty Mm -hmm. much too. Um, that kind of spring out of nowhere for them, right? They're not revealed to the world until like right before the war, (laughs) pretty much. So it's, you know, you know, you can kind of do a lot of, a lot of stuff with that. Uh, let me just share some of these, uh, pictures I, I took here. So we have this, this is from, uh, you know, one of the last, Mm -hmm. I think issue five, when they're starting to run on or issue four or whatever, when they're, um, starting to do it, but it's, you know, I like, I just like this art of flash leading, You know, the Shazam, or Captain Thunder, as they call him there. And uh, so in this case, all the kids add up to one man? Is that what it is?
1: I'm not entirely sure. I haven't, confession, I haven't read any Shazam. I like the movies, never really read anything. Well, in
0: Shazam, in like the regular comics of Shazam, each one of them is a member of the family. But in this, it's like... I think they all met fold into one guy.
1: That that's interesting. I do like the uh, tiger. I do like the tiger concept, or the house cat tiger. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I you look. I Shazam's a character I've only really read in Justice League comics. I haven't really read a lot of the Shazam stuff, so I was a little. That's a little where you go. Hey, just go with it with a story. But I, I love the glowing red eyes for Thomas Wayne Batman. I freaking love it. And Cyborg was great of us. Cyborg, I, we need more cyborg in general. Cyborg was great of us. Do you want a yeah, juice Jeff, box?
0: Jeff Johns is a uh, big proponent of that character. Um he's the one that makes him like a Justice League member. Mm-hmm. You know, um he's really kind of changed the trajectory of that character Uh, i'm trying to find the panel in issue four here there's a panel where i think it shows when they're when they kill billy off where she like is depowering the family and i think you see them all the kids yeah all of the kids come out of the captain thunder so okay instead of them instead of them each having their own shazam character they are all captain thunder which is weird. It makes me wonder like who's piloting it, you know, like who's who's the the one in charge of the,
1: yeah. Because in that case, I think you'd want Eugene or Freddie.
0: Right. Right. Then we have this great uh, thing, the beginning of chapter three, which is Barry just totally burnt to a crisp. It mummified Mm -hmm. almost, right? He's got all the tape on as he's, as his original experiment didn't work.
1: Yeah, and you see the reverse flash suit next to it that comes out of his ring and Yeah, yeah.
0: So he he says that means reverse flash did all of this. We find out Barry did. So does reverse flash just find him and then taunt him with the suit in the ring? Or is that something I took it
1: as that. I took it yeah, as reverse flash is like, Ooh, I get to mess with this guy and it's gonna lead to this big moment where I get to kill him. I think I think he wanted to savor this. Uh, mm-hmm. this moment and he needed to wait until he remembered that was the big thing he needed that torture before he killed him and one of the things I love about this this issue was is flash is like okay I need to go right back out there he's like you're crazy you're insane and he's like no I need to go back out there and then the lightning bolt strikes and he he's still wrapped up and mummy and he catches him off the edge of Wayne Manor um that is
0: here it is right here yeah this is Mm -hmm. the panel for it if there is a moment that i like audibly clapped and like cheered it is this moment here when you know he he finally gets his powers back and he catches thomas and he pretty much says like told you you know and thomas is like all right you know you are the fastest man alive but doesn't prove the rest of your story Right, that's what he says. But I just l- really like this moment of him, you know, catching him just in time.
1: It actually reminds me of a scene in The Flash where Iris jumps off the building and unlocks the
0: yes the to save Barry, and yeah. then
1: she, and then he, he catches her on the way down. That that's what it's reminiscent of. But I just thought that's that issue was so much fun. It was so
0: much fun. Yeah, I think issue three is the best.
1: Well, the heart of the heart of Flashpoint is Thomas Wayne and Barry Allen. That's the heart mm-hmm. of the story. That's where you get most of the story development.
0: And then uh this is one that you pointed out that you you really liked. It's um you know, Cyborg <laughs> and, and Batman meeting in the first issue. Here, what like, was it that you what was it that really stood out to you for this one?
1: Well, so he, Cyborg catches the bad guy or a good guy or whatever that Thomas Wayne was dropping in the alley. And he goes, you, you know how I found you. And he goes, you know, you're, you're basically a supercomputer. It's not hard for you to find anyone. He goes, no, they always come here. They always fall off here. And it showed you the pattern of Thomas Wayne and that he's been killing people for a while. And this is a great confrontation between cyborg hoping that he, batman can be a hero and batman being lost at this point to the battle uh, this batman doesn't give enough he doesn't care He he's lost all ability to care and that's so important to the story because the second he knows that bruce can come back that this world can be erased the second he cares. And that's the entire point with Thomas Wayne. That's where his heart is. This story gives Thomas Wayne his heart back after he lost it.
0: Then we get Thomas Wayne uh, killing Reverse Flash. Now, does this now does this stick? Reverse Flash is still in the comics, so I'd say no. I,
1: I don't believe it sticks, but the Eobard Thawne timeline has gotten so messy. Well, this so Thawne convoluted. apparently...
0: Was able to survive because he was outside the time stream when this happened. Mm-hmm. So he is the same one that you know has has been in the comics. But yeah,
1: yeah, it it it's definitely always messy with Thawne, but I I love Thomas Wayne killing him, surprising him again. Thawne's always going to have the demise of his hubris, and he's taunting Barry, and Batman's like, well, when you're in a war, it's a good idea not to stay still.
0: Yeah, it's really funny for a speedster too. Yeah,
1: it's uh, like it, it's it's the way Eobard Thawne always loses.
0: Uh, so this thing is from the I think beginning, right before mm-hmm. before Barry changes anything. But it's a nice, just I really love these type of these type of art here. The, just the hero right in the center. You got the city behind him. It's, it's really nice.
1: Hmm. Agreed.
0: And this t- this is a nice shot of him- them talking about Barry's family and it being all of the speedsters, so I, re- I really like that. And then this is, of course, the chapter one page where you see all of our usual heroes before everything gets real corrupted uh, by the flashpoint. So uh, something that stood out to me.
1: Mm-hmm. My question, when- yeah, my question is. You see those things, and they always have them. Every big DC moment has one of these. They're all running. What are they running to? Every single Um, one, you see that. with Whatever battle they're about to head
0: to. I mean, look at Cyborg here, right? Cyborg
1: is like, I am going to tear somebody's head off.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so they're running to something. Yeah. And um, one thing I thought was a cool parallel, I guess, right? This is when Barry does his own suit right? Cause he takes the, mm-hmm. I think he uh, leaves the flat, the reverse flash one. And he decides he's going to make his own. And this, and I feel like this is a kind of a really good parallel drawing here of end of issue four when reverse flash says, look what you did. And he's standing in almost the same pose. Um, I really like that.
1: Foreshadowing. Mm.
0: And then of course, when he's going back home and we kind of see, I think down here on the right is the new 52 Superman with no trunks here. And with yeah, Superman no gotta trunks get those the trunks, left man. here,
1: you, you yeah. gotta get those trunks. You gotta get those trunks.
0: But yeah, this is a really cool looking page as well.
1: Yeah. There's a lot there to digest. My favorite
0: cover is this. I just love this cover of reverse flash holding up flash And he's got Batman by the Cape. uh, Issue 5. The cover's great. I really love that. It's
1: fantastic. Does anybody enjoy being evil more than Neopart Blunt?
0: No. (laughs) 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 What I would also also suggest is if people really like Reverse Flash. Um, I think it's issue 8 of The Flash um, from the Jeff Johns run after Rebirth. It's part of the road to flashpoint. That issue of Flash is really good because it's all from Eobard Thawne's perspective, and you see him, like how many times he makes the changes to his own life that he wanted. You know, he there's a time uh, there's like a line in there where he's like, you know, like uh, I had like I had a brother, right? Like I grew up as a one of two children type thing. And then when his brother kind of messes up something, it's goes back in time. And then it's like, I was an only child and just kind of like the, the changes Eobard is making to his own history. When people are getting in the way Um, and him trying to make the ultimate, you know, ultimate best life for Eobard Thawne. It's just a really fun issue. Uh, You know, you can read it on the DC app. It's road to flashpoint, but it's also in the, Flash Rogues, uh, reverse flash issue that I have, like, it, not issue, but trade paperback where they have a lot of classic, uh, reverse flash stories. That is one of them, and it is a really, really fun one.
1: Anything reverse flash is always fun. The most sinister, I would argue that the reverse flash is as good of a character as the Joker. He is the flash's version of that, and I don't think it gets better than that. I just don't. I, he's so sinister. He's so petty. And he always finds a way to have so much fun messing with Barry. It, it's it's just the stories are always great. when he, he is my favorite villain to hate.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, he is like ultimate hater. And I think that's why he's so much fun joker doesn't even hate batman right like <laughs> joker, joker loves batman joker loves batman <laughs> what it is my really... entire purpose exactly this this character hates barry so much and he finally got to the point where he's like i exist outside the time zone which means now like i can finally kill you but he goes on such a long monologue about it that it gives thomas the chance to kill him and. You know, it's just like he was so close to finally completing his his mission and and couldn't get it done. And I don't know. He's just such a I love how much he's gloating too. like, look what you did. And, you know, Barry is confused. He says, you know, you did this. He's like, oh, no, that's the best part. Like you did this. You know, you don't even remember, do you? And just how much he was kind of giving Barry so much crap about it is I mean. Reverse Flash is definitely like a... I don't know. If you're going to put Joker number one for villain, you maybe put Reverse Flash number two. I They're and one 1A for me. And you put Lex up there too. I mean, those are like... Yeah. the If you're looking DC villains, those are the main three.
1: You're, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong at all. Reverse Flash is just... If he didn't have so much hubris, so the Flash never would win. The Flash literally wins because his big blind spot is how much he loves himself and the you know everybody thought every single time he loses it's because he couldn't see past his inevitability of winning he just always thinks he's going to win he always thinks he's better he tells barry you're an amateur you change time like an amateur and he's so messy and he's like this is not how i would have done it and i just You know, he's so masterful at changing history. In fact, Batman even tells in Flashpoint, Batman, Thomas Wayne's like, it sounds like you haven't tried, Barry, that you sounds like you haven't tried to change the past. And why is he able to do it and you're not? And, you know, that's a really interesting thing, especially because we kind of learned that he already did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Overall, really great comic i mean this thing jumps up into my top comics uh when we're talking about like big events or trade paperbacks this is certainly uh certainly up there but uh i and also i mean if you also read a lot of my list it's a a lot of jeff johns Mm -hmm. uh he does so many good events i i really i haven't read blackest night but i want to because i love the lanterns and I like Jeff Johns, so I, I really want to read that Green Lantern run leading up to Blackest Night as well, because uh, I'm sure it's probably really, really good. But I think this might be his... Uh, I don't Magnum know, his opus? Opus, yeah. I think, I think so. I, I think this might be what he gets most remembered for uh, mm-hmm. at some point. I mean, he's had very famous runs. But I think this, with how much of a life this is taken on by itself, it's got the animated film. It's being, it's featured in the Flash show. It's being loosely based on, you know, the movie's loosely basing itself on it.
1: So it's the biggest Flash story there is. There's no Flash story bigger. In fact, one of the criticisms for the movie the whole time has been like, oh, they shouldn't have started with Flash. Flashpoint. Well, if the DCU is DCEU showed you anything, is don't save anything for future movies. Just do it because you yeah, never know. You
0: never know. You never know. And and I think too, somebody made a good point when they were looking at numbers that were tracking and stuff, and they were like, "No way does Flash versus Captain Cold make this much money."
1: You're not wrong. No way. Nobody knows Captain Cold outside of the uh, fans who watched season one of the Flash, and that's not even you know it's not even more season two really it's but look one thing i want to say about flashpoint before we stop talking about the comic is there's so many nuanced moments in this i talked about this a little bit but pizza it all boiled down to pizza for the shazam family (laughs) it's like i want pizza on friday night and if we don't save the world Nobody gets pizza, and it, it all boiled down to pizza. What a moment for kid, like a family of superpowered kids, and then Element Girl. I, I made a joke about this earlier. I don't know if you you caught it. Was she's like, anybody want a juice box? Perfect. Oh it's yeah. Perfect. <laughs> just every every like every now and then. Just does everybody want a juice box? The best running gag of Flashpoint. Loved it. Um, it's fantastic. But there's so many little moments in here that. This they could have just wrote and written an action-packed story with, you know, and not cared about the details. This could have been a Fast and the Furious kind of a movie of a comic <laughs> book, and it wasn't. This no was. the
0: war the war doesn't really start till issue four. Yeah, the first it, three is set up for Barry and mm-hmm. focused on Barry and Thomas.
1: But man, once you get to the war, <laughs> once you get to the war, it's like it's on so it's so it's so fantastic it takes its time and it's only five issues it's just there's so many things that i could wax poetic forever i just want to make sure we touch on how well it is written i will criticize jeff jones for some of the things that are going on with the movie stuff but the man knows comic books he's a master and this art is fantastic and it is because I I've told you, I don't think there's a ton of amazing flash artists and this might be the best flash art.
0: Um, I do like this, but what I've really liked too is, um, uh, I really have liked Scott Collins art in the flash too. Um, he does the citizen cold one as well. I think he writes and, does the art for the citizen cold stuff. And, and I really do like that art. It's a little bit more stylized, I guess, but, um, I, I've really come around to like in the Scott Collins art style, uh, as well. Um, he wrote a few of the, I, th- I mean, he, I think he did a lot of the work on the road to flashpoint. Uh, I think he was part of the team for that. And like the, um, You know, right after Rebirth, I think he was doing a lot of the art for that. So um, I I I think I think I'd have to go. I think I'd have to go with I don't know who I'd say is the best yet, though. Um, It's so tough because. I feel like I haven't read enough Flash yet to really know who my favorite favorite artist is yet but there's just certain panels that will catch me. And I'm like, that's flash, man. (laughs) You know, like that's the flash. And there's some panels with some artists that you're like, that doesn't really feel like flash to me, but some of the art, like you you nailed it though. Like this art is the flash, right? Like this is the flash. And there's some nice differences between when you're looking at Barry and when you're looking at Wally, Wally has his nose covered. Um, Barry does not. Right. So uh, Wally's is a little bit more scarlet a little bit more darker red than the bright red of Barry Allen
1: so what we learned is Barry's not going to wear a mask but Wally will yeah <laughs> that, that was a bad joke but um, yeah that's actually interesting I actually didn't notice the nose covering thing um, until you said that and I was like oh that makes sense yeah but you know the art for a story like this such a daunting task because you gotta be able to do the whole DC universe basically. You can't you can't put it in on any character, and there's so much background. One of the cool things about this is you could take your time on this and just get lost in the pages. You can get lost in the art of this book and just be like, you could take forever just going, Oh my god. Mm-hmm. The detail of all these different characters, all these memories coming in, um and losing memories. It's so cool. Uh yeah. Can you tell we like this book guys?
0: <laughs> yeah, we could probably uh gush about it the uh the whole time. I think I just found another yeah, this is another uh panel. This is from Rebirth, but this again highlights the differences between the two suits. You know, you got more of like the maroon yeah, color with Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep, um, and the Flash is a little different too. It's a different lightning
0: bolt. Yeah, it's like two. It's like a, yeah, like a two-step
1: one instead of the three.
0: But yeah, so ultimately, if you haven't read Flashpoint, go read Flashpoint because uh, we both really dug it, and I'm hoping to finish more of these tie-ins because, like I said, some of them are really fun. Some of them are. Some of them are not. Them are not. <laughs> like you can oh. tell when there's mm-hmm. ones where I'm like as i'm reading i'll like touch the page and be like what page am i on out of this oh, i still got 10 pages like damn that's and kind then there's of the, ones where i'm like flying yeah. through it
1: <laughs> that's kind of the deaf sign of a comic like if i read a comic like digitally and i'm like okay how many more pages do i got That's that's how i know if i like it or not because it's kind of like a movie if you if you're looking at your phone going how long have i been in here yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's a good sign of like dude there's something not clicking with you in the story and sometimes with comics that happens i think that happens in any medium
0: yeah yeah definitely um but yeah so i guess that'll wrap up our flashpoint talk i think we touched on uh most of it anything else we got to talk about
1: this i just go see the flash support that movie support that movie it's i you know, I don't care about the Ezra Miller stuff. I don't want to hear it. Just go support that movie. A lot of things went into that. It's been a rocky road, and it'll be an incredible victory for the fan base if that has a huge opening. So go support. And if it doesn't do
0: well, we're probably not getting any other Flash movies, <laughs> uh, even without Ezra. You know, like that You're, they'll yep. they'll take the wrong lesson from it. They'll say Flash is not a character for the film then and, and I think that's wrong. Yeah, yeah. No. If the movie doesn't do well, he'd probably just be in Justice League movies. And you're something. gonna get
1: Michael Shannon yeah. as General Zod. Michael Keaton <laughs> as Batman. You wanna get nuts? Let's get nuts. Sasha Kaya is Supergirl. You don't you don't support this movie. I don't know what to tell you. Andy Muschietti is a proven director. Uh knocked it out of the park with the it movies. If you don't If you don't feel inspired to go see this movie, I I don't know what to tell you. I Just go support it. Just please, please support this movie. I am so tired of, oh, I don't know, or Super Mario movie fatigue, or DC movie. I'll only go to the Marvel movies. Well, you know what? If you saw Ant-Man of the Wasp, Punta Mania, you have no excuse. You're down for anything. Let's go. You saw Thor, Love, and Thunder, you're down for anything. Let's go. Go (laughs) see the movie. Go see it. Okay, I'm done.
0: Alrighty. You heard Chris there. I will second most of that. Uh, go see this movie. If you're a flash fan or a fan of DC heroes, because, um, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really good. Uh, so two weeks away. So we will be covering that in two weeks. Um, we'll find something to talk about next week, I guess, but as of now, um, we are gonna wrap up this, but if you want to give us any feedback, contact us: Elseworlds DC Fan on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, reach us there. But thank you all for watching and listening. We'll catch you next week.